Hello and welcome. You are listening to the 1% Christian, the daily Bible study where we get together for 1% of our day, study God's word, and we head out to the remaining 99% to do something amazing with this life that he's given us. Pastor J.D. Ambrosio of Sound of Heaven Church. You can check us out at soh.church. I tell you every day, go and download our app. We have a Sound of Heaven app, which is just awesome. Just go type in Sound of Heaven. It won't be hard to find. And there's a free digital Bible on there, but a lot more in the way of resources. And if you're listening anywhere where you get your podcasts, like, share, subscribe, turn on your notifications, leave a comment, tell a friend, help this grow because it's important, right? Getting in God's word. We do, uh, do it every day almost. And, uh, hearing some great testimonies, uh, pardon my groggy voice if you're listening on the live or if you're watching on the live stream. Uh, my shirt is definitely louder than uh, I feel at the moment. Uh, but sometimes life is about pushing through. Amen. I had another uh, late night last night uh, and uh, just uh, up working and my daughter not sleeping. And hey, listen, if you're going to hang with me every day, every once in a while, I'm going to just be real and tell you what's going on. But I'm excited to uh, share with you this morning. I hope you enjoyed yesterday's uh, teaching on prayer where we broke down the what we call the Lord's Prayer, the Our Father, whatever you want to call it. Uh, It is a prayer that many of us have taken to be able to memorize and then recite. Uh, But as we've been going through and we've been studying uh, the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus uh, teaching us how to operate in the kingdom of God. We know that prayer is much more than uh, a vain repetition. Uh, it is uh, more about a relationship with God and communicating with God. And any strong relationship out there has uh, communication, right? Clear communication, com- communicating often. That's why the Apostle Paul said that to pray without ceasing, right? Does that mean we don't do anything and we just lock ourselves in a closet and pray all day? No, but pray all day, right? Uh, even if it's a couple words, you know, asking God, what should I do? What should I do in this situation? Just saying, I love you, God. Saying, you know, you see somebody, if I see somebody stuck on the side of the road and I can't stop, I pray for them. You know what I mean? Just, just make it a part of what you do. God's with you every step of the way. Amen. But as we broke that down, we broke down the different, when Jesus gave us the, the, our father, right? And when he gave us that prayer, it was more of a model, right? Where we first acknowledge God for who he is. And we can do that through, uh, you know, his attributes, right? Picking an attribute and thanking him for that, um, praising him for who he is, better aligning ourselves, right? With, um, <clears throat> with him being that we're imperfect and he's perfect. We need him. He doesn't necessarily need us. He loves us, uh, but we need God every day. And then we seek his will and not our own, right? Um, James said this, you do not have because you do not ask. And sometimes you ask for the wrong reasons, right? So seeking his will is an important part of prayer. And then, of course, forgiveness, accepting forgiveness for ourselves, being able to reflect and repent and forgiving others. An acronym that we used yesterday that I hope that you uh, wrote down is pray, right? Praise, repentance, anyone and yourself. It's that's a good model. Again, 
it's communication. Imagine if you went to your spouse or significant other or somebody you love and you had a script. That's not what we're talking about here. Uh, be free to talk with God. But these are good points to hit on. Okay. So I want to jump into today uh, where we're going to talk a little bit about fasting. And if you recall, going back a couple teachings, uh, Jesus talks about prayer. He talks about giving. And now he goes along the same vein in the way of fasting. And it's all about when you do these things, don't do them to show people how holy you are and how awesome you are, right? Prayer is meant to be between you and God. Even giving is meant to be between you and God. And now also fasting is that as well, right? The religious leaders of the time of the first century some even now, uh, would basically do these things to show everyone, uh, to basically to get a, to get applause from everyone, to get admiration from everyone. And when we do things for other people in that way, we're really not doing it for God. Okay. Um, and if we're not doing it for God and we're just doing it for the acceptance of others or the edification of others, Scripture tells us that that we already have our reward. And I don't know about you, just having everybody like me or, or be impressed with me, uh, I want more than that in my life. And let's read here, and then we'll, we'll dive back a little bit. Uh, verse, uh, I think 15 we're starting, 15 or 16 here. When you fast, do not look somber as the hypocrites do, for they disfigure their faces to show they are fasting. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face. Clean yourself up, Jesus is saying. Look presentable so that it will not be obvious to others that you are fasting, but only to your Father in heaven who is unseen. And your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Okay? So Jesus is saying, don't walk around and look somber. That's what everybody would do is they, they would be fasting. And, and let's, let's talk a little bit about fasting first, and then we'll get into what they would do because they would go around looking like Eeyore and uh, they would do so. So people would say, Oh, look, look, so-and-so is fasting again. So holy, so amazing. Right. We, we really want to just point the glory toward God. And when we do that, it's like by, just by the byproduct of, of, of putting God first, right? We're going to get into this in just a couple verses, not today, but as we go through chapter six, if you seek first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness, everything else gets added to your life. There's a, a bit of an ease to it, but let's talk about fasting. Why, why do we fast? What is fasting in general, right? Fasting is where you abstain from something, particularly food. Uh, and that's not easy for some of us to do. If you go back and look at some of my old videos, definitely wasn't easy for me to do. Um, you could tell. So fasting is something that we do to basically suppress our own flesh uh, and fleshly desires and draw closer to God. Now, fasting is not just a religious thing, right? Uh, if you talk to a lot of people, they fast for health reasons. And there are a lot of health reasons around fast, uh, to fast. Um, 
many of you know, if you go back, all you got to do is go back a year and a half and look at some of uh, my old videos. And you could tell um, I lost a little bit of myself back then and part, uh, much of myself that I didn't need. I lost about 65 to 70 pounds. Um, and I did so through intermittent fasting, right? That's not necessarily what we're talking about here, but it was a health decision uh, that I did. And I fasted at different points in my life. I had a mentor in martial arts um, who uh, turned me on to fasting back then. This is before I was uh, saved. And it, it was actually during a fast that I was able to stop smoking. I smoked uh, pretty considerably back then. And why was I able to do that? It's because when you allow yourself to abstain from something, you strengthen yourself. And by being able to con get control of my fleshly desires, as difficult as that was, and I went on a 14-day no-food fast at all. It was liquid only, right? Difficult. Uh, and I did it, again, I did it before Jesus. I just did it for those reasons. But I was able to stop smoking during that time because I was able to gain control of my flesh. So before I even understood it as a, as a spiritual principle, and maybe it was somewhat of a spiritual principle then, I, I didn't realize the extent of how it can be used in uh, a walk with God. Okay. So why, why am I getting at that here? Um, we fast and we're currently fasting at uh, sound of heaven uh, today. We're doing, we're doing uh, until two o'clock in the uh, afternoon every day. Um, and we do these things to reflect on God during these times. Okay. So the people of God would, would fast, they would abstain from food. Uh, you know, sometimes in times of, uh, just deep repentance, uh, or deep sorrow, especially in the old covenant, right? They, they, there was deep sorrow for a sin. They would put on sackcloth and they would put ashes on their face and, and Jesus is coming in and, and they would do so in a time of like almost mourning for their sin. Um, but Fasting is really, again, about gaining control over your flesh because what you feed in your life will grow, right? And if we feed our feelings, if we feed our, um, our uh, earthly desires, then those things are what we'll get. And we already know that our earthly desires are temporary things. But when we bring our flesh into subjection, what happens is, is we strengthen our spirit. So if you've never fasted before, give it a shot, you know, give it a shot, even if it's a day um, and just say, you know what, I'm going to abstain. I'm going to push because resistance brings strength. You could put that in the context of working out. Uh, you could put that in the context of going through trials um, and so much of us wants to cave in to discomfort. And like when I fasted, uh, when I've done it for 14 days, 21 days, um, like the three first three days are always the, the most difficult. And then you hit like this, this, you know, you kind of break through and that's anytime I've given up something that I was addicted to. It's kind of like that too. And I'm very grateful for my time of fasting uh, in different situations because when I came across real difficulty, it allowed me to recall, it gave, it, I had the strength to get through. It's like, you know what? I've been through severe discomfort before. I can do this again. 
And a lot of it too is finding that inward God-given strength. So my uh, charge to you today is whether you fast or not, is to push through the discomfort because there's there's no question that there are going to be challenges in your life. There's going to be, you, you're never going to live a life that doesn't have some form of of discomfort. But push through because there's strength that you build in that process, and there's always something better on the other side. And a lot of times it is that strength that you build during that time that you push through the discomfort. And fasting is a great way to do that because our we our fleshly desires we have so much noise that's going on in our body i want this i'm hungry i you know feel this way i'm angry with this and you know fasting is almost like a hey i'm pausing i'm pausing this situation and i am going to and when you do it in in the way of you know in an act of worship and if, when you do it for god you're saying i'm turning myself away and you're not going to die you'll be okay Right, Jesus was fasting for forty days, and what did the devil do? We went through this uh, in chapter um, chapter four. The devil said, "Turn this these stones into bread." And Jesus said, "What man cannot live on bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God." We by fasting we come to realize that. We don't need most of the, God will provide what we need physically. He will, he will provide that. There's no question. We need him more. We need his word, his wisdom, his guidance. We need that more than we need anything else. And so often there's areas of our life that are avoids and that, that are empty that we try to fill with the things of the world. What do we do when we're upset? We eat, we drink, we find these things. And, and so much of it is to fill a void that we have that God can fill. So if you want to learn more about fasting, you know, reach out to me. I'm more than happy to, to chat with you, but give it a shot. Give it a, give it, give it a day, give it a, a time period. Maybe with us at sound of heaven, if you're watching in real time or just, you know, if you're not, then, you know, pick it up and say, Hey, you know, from the morning till two o'clock in the afternoon, I'm, I'm going to abstain from food and I'm going to allow myself to push through that discomfort, but do so in a time of reflection and prayer. That's the most powerful thing. Because just as John the Baptist said, I must decrease so he can increase. He was talking about Jesus and he was talking about pulling away from uh, the, the spotlight, so to speak, of his ministry. I want you to keep that in mind for yourself. Take your fleshly desires and allow them to decrease so that your spirit man or woman on the inside can increase and you watch the strength because for where God has you going in your life, if you pursue him, it's not going to be um, a perfect journey. It's not going to be an easy journey. And, but Jesus said it like this. He says, in this world, you'll have tribulation. You'll have trials, but be of good cheer. Why? Because I've overcome the world and you're never going to do anything greater in life than you're doing right now if you're not willing to go through some discomfort. So just like prayer, just like giving, 
Fasting is an awesome way to draw closer to God. And anytime you draw closer to God, even when it hurts to do it, you come out stronger on the other end. And when you come out stronger on the other end and God knows that you can handle it, remember, he'll never lead you into a temptation that you cannot handle. And he'll never allow a situation that he can't handle. So with him, all things are possible. So in any way, shape, or form, try to take something. What area of your life can you set aside? Even though you want to do it, you want to do it. Make today be a day where you acknowledge. You know what it is. God's been putting on your spirit for a long time. You know, for me, it was like, I got to quit smoking. I got to quit smoking. That's just one thing. I could name a million, but we've, we're past our 1% here. Um, and I've had to bring my flesh into subjection so that I could allow the spirit of God to heal me, move me, work in me, strengthen me so that I can get to the next season of my life. Amen. And that's exactly what can happen for you. So let's pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, first, we want to acknowledge you as our Lord and Savior. We want to acknowledge you as the awesome God that you are. Father, forgive us our sins and our trespasses. Forgive us for the things that we need. Bring to recollection the things that we need to change in our life, Lord God. And give us the strength we know you will to change it, Lord God, to make it about what you want and not what we want. And Lord God, I pray for everybody who's listening to the sound of my voice right now. I pray that you continue to strengthen them in any way that needs to happen, Lord God, because we know that everybody that you, you, you that are listening to me right now, you have a plan and a purpose for your life that is even greater than anything that you're experiencing today. But God's got to prepare you for it. So just wherever you are, say, God, prepare me for this next season. Say, God, strengthen me for this next season in Jesus' mighty name. And he's faithful to do it. My name is Pastor J.D. Ambrosio. You are listening to The 1% Christian, where 100 starts with 1. Check us out at soh.church. And also, I want to invite you to Sound of Heaven, whether you watch on our live stream or whether you come down to our sanctuary in Deer Park, New York. Again, soh.church to check it out. I'm preaching for the next two weeks, so come on down. Love you guys. Talk to you soon.